Um, the reviewer brings something unique to the genre. Uh, personality, voice, perspective. Everyday City Commentary took this category pretty neatly, actually. Yo, what's going on? We've got Nick Shabazz in the house tonight. This is sort of an unplanned podcast. How are you feeling today, Nick? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. I uh, still haven't left my apartment except to throw away garbage. I've shipped some knives. Uh, the post office is literally across the street from me. So I, I have not really ventured into New York City since the whole quarantine thing started. Uh, how's that treating you, can't blame you? You know, it's been okay. I've been, um, you know, at home getting a lot of stuff done. You know, I just spent the afternoon actually refinishing a uh, bookshelf that my wife has, a grandfather's bookshelf. So if you see random bits of urethane and such on my hands, that's what we got <laughs> going on there. It's the, it hasn't to be in a hand model, right? Um, no, it's been okay. I've been busy as heck because I'm working online as well as, um, well, being a YouTube jackass. But I, it's been good. I mean, all things considered... Uh, it's a terrible time, but it's been okay for us. So that's that's good to hear, man. Uh, yeah. You know what? Let me just get to the meat and potatoes of like what I want to ask. It's like, how did you get started sure. with YouTube? What kind of prompted you to, to do that? Yeah, sure. That's a good question. Um, you know, for me, in a lot of ways, it came out of a couple of different things. Um, I was feeling so okay. I started doing YouTube uh, shortly. Well, I, I was doing YouTube at a time where, A, I was typing a lot in my life, right? So I would spend all damn day writing code, typing, 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 typing. And I wanted to do product reviews. And I'd done Amazon reviews for a long time, et cetera. But I never really uh, – and but I was tired of typing. I didn't want to do stuff on a forum or anything. And I thought, hey – let's try YouTube. Let's just throw up some reviews of some things that I was really in love with. And actually, uh, the review that started it all was this guy right here, of course, the Spider Coast Leash Bowie. Um, <laughs> nice. I was selling mine. You know, I've told this story before, but uh, and I knew it was a mistake. And uh, so I went on ahead and I, I filmed a review that was, you know, fawning as it should be. It's an amazing knife. And I, I just, I filmed it randomly and then another and then another and then another. And then I realized that since I was feeling very isolated at work, you know, I was working more or less alone most of the time in a freaking lab. It was like, okay, well, this is a way to, get to, to talk to the outside world, right? To share a little part of who I am with the rest of the world. And then it sort of snowballed. It was just like, okay, this is silly. And then it gave me an excuse to buy gear, which is a big one, by the way, of course. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, you know, from there, it's, it's history. And it's sort of become this thing where it's like, why, why do I do this? Well, because I do this. Okay, that's good enough for me, right? <laughs> So, did uh, uh did your youtube uh beginning did you have like a viral moment or was it like more of a slow and steady thing because i discovered you when you were i want to say around twenty thousand subscribers maybe oh, wow you've been with me for a while yeah dude i before i started my channel i was watching a lot of uh other kinds of youtube um i discovered podcasts uh i was okay. listening to gary v all the time and okay. I, I discovered Joe Rogan at the same time. So I, I got really okay. into that world, motivational and also like, you know, sure. MMA and all that stuff. And that yeah, was a yeah, time in my life where like I needed a creative endeavor. Like I really yeah, needed it bad, right? And then I, I oh, came I across that. your channel. Uh, did you have yeah, like, a viral moment? No, I <laughs> loved it. I was like, this guy is so different from the others. You know what I mean? That's, that's the thing I had going for me, if anything. I'm... Because otherwise, what are they? Now, you know, I 
big viral moment. This one video, and I'm trying to actually find it here in my. Uh, can you still hear me okay at the moment? I'm yeah, it it, uh, it lagged a little bit, but now you're good. Okay, here we go. This is it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this uh, knife is a a, uh, a black clone of a, a knife that I originally had on the channel. <laughs> In many ways, terrible knives have made the channel what it is today. Uh, a lot of awesome ones and. Uh, a video that was related to this called The Master Knife. Um, I watched was so that one. Bad it broke me. Yeah, that one kind of, it went a little tiny bit viral. What I mean by that is I suddenly got like maybe 10,000 views on that video, maybe more than that, but I, I gained about uh, 150, 200 subscribers in a day at a time when I had very, very few generally. So the master knife in a lot of ways was the closest to truly viral I've gone. Um, and uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, this has been That's crazy. Sort of, that was, but I never had a moment where it was just like, Oh my God, suddenly I have all these subscribers. Um, but I, so it's been a, a long, slow haul. Honestly, it's been a lot, a lot of just slow and steady, time. right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the, that's the main thing with it is, yeah, I, 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 video after video. <laughs> I, I try to talk to talk about this with a lot of the YouTube um, EDC and gear community. And I yeah. try to just get to, uh, try to get um, their take on it. Like I had a, I had another guy here. Uh, his name is Mr. Old Man. He's a pretty young guy. I think he's not. I think he's 22 or 21. <laughs> he had a viral moment, though. He's been doing YouTube for over 10 years and okay. he had an, he had a a knife collection video that went viral. He has over 3 million oh, wow. views on it. He's like, okay. you know, banking like 400 bucks just off that video a month. Um, he's a good buddy of mine now. And, you know, it's interesting how we all experience different things, YouTubing. Um, yeah. There yeah. wasn't like one single moment that really made channel different. Uh, you know, recently my video, I did eight pounds of knives from the TSA. So again, if I was smart, I'd just review awful stuff. Um, but no, I mean, that, that one also had a lot of prominence, but it was also during the time of quarantine, right? Where everyone's mm -hmm. looking for something to watch and eight pounds of PSA knives sounds about like people's speed. <laughs> that, right? was a, that was an awesome video, by the way. A great really idea was. for a video too. I, that was not an idea actually that I came up with. That was a buddy of mine, Chris, who has trolled me over and over again, just saying, <laughs> think you're going to get a package. And I get this package and it's eight pounds of something. And I'm like, what the heck? And then... That's so crazy. I was going to ask something here. Uh, what, when did people, when were you like really shocked? I know people send you a lot of stuff, right? <laughs> and people, yeah. that's, that's where, sort of where I'm at right now. Like I'm not monetized, although I can. I don't have a Patreon. Yeah. I'm not doing links or anything yet. I'm thinking sure. about what to do. But people... Yeah. Since I started the podcast, and uh, I, this is going to be episode 35, actually, um, okay. you know, they really gotten to know me and they, they feel like they can trust me, which is what oh, happens yeah. with a podcast. So people yeah, send crazy stuff all the time. Like I have a guy named Bobby, not Bobby. That's what I call him. <laughs> he sent me a CKF More 5 and, a, oh, and an Alexander Chaburkov Large Strige in one package. Nice. And I was like... Yeah. Oh, I don't, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, what, what was like the first knife that someone sent you to kind of check oh. out? Maybe even not to keep that you were like, oh shit, like something no, 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 happening. No. I was just thinking about this the other day, actually. There was a guy on Reddit who liked my reviews and I don't remember his name now and I feel terrible about that. <laughs> but he, he sent me, I want to say a, um, 
it was a pair of ZPs, and I don't remember exactly which ZPs they were, but it was just, he, I think he loaned me these, and it was just like, oh, my God. Like, and I, I, I thought to myself, you know what, do you want me to, like, PayPal you collateral? He's like, no, I, I trust you. <laughs> like, why do you trust me? Um, exactly. But, you know, so it's kind of, and then it sort of, I had, you know, my buddy Jim drop these boxes that were, you know, six, seven hundred bucks worth of gear in a single, you know, it's just like, holy crap. And then it's kind of escalated because I think people realize that as you grow in some prominence, the, the, the amount of pain I would experience from burning them grows larger and larger. And mm -hmm. so after a while, it's like, you know, they, they start really trusting me. And, you know, like I had a guy lend me a Stan Wilson non-flipper flipper for, and that's like, those are like eight grand if you can buy one. And it was wow. just like, oh my God. Like, and I had to have a discussion with him. Like, are you sure? Like, yeah. are you insured is the other thing. Like, yeah, eight crap. grand. Man. It was amazing. It was an amazing knife. And I never would have gotten a chance otherwise. So, my, you know, thanks, Stanley, for doing that. But it was just like, oh my God, how is this? Yeah. How do you awesome. trust me with this? And, like, and so you know, I'm super careful. But, oh. Yeah. Oof. What's crazy like is... <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is I feel like Knife uh, and EDC YouTube in general is still like in its infancy, man. Yeah, you know, YouTube has these monsters in every other category but yeah. us. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like you were one of the people who could cross over into the mainstream because I, I, I feel like you, you have a really good chance in doing that. I mean, you're in this trajectory where you're just massive. I mean, I... I, I I wish that I had more time to prepare this podcast because normally what I would do is, um, you know, ask, ask people what they want to ask you, right? I, I, I put something up on a community YouTube. I have one guy, uh, shout out to Seems Logical, who comments 30 paragraphs on Holy every crap. video. Well written, eloquent, English major, just, you know, loves there my stuff. He's the only one that responded to the community post because it was only, you know, 30 minutes time. Yeah, you're good. But um, no, don't worry about it. And to be fair, I, I want to make clear to people that that was my fault. Right? <laughs> no. I happened to have this evening available and yeah. on a freaking lock. So this, don't blame him for this. this <laughs> uh, are you super busy with, with YouTube? I mean, are you just reviewing things all the time? How do oh, you, yeah. what's your process like? Do you kind of bulk shoot everything in one day? A lot of people do that. You know, it kind of varies. I mean, what'll happen is I'll get something new on the table. Like, okay, Spyderco Tenacious Lightweight just showed up a little while mm -hmm. ago. Um, got this guy on the table. Um, you know, usually within a couple of days, maybe within a week lately, I'll try and get the disassembly video filled, right? Because uh, that's always a thing that I do. And it lets me know, A, it puts the knife in good condition for me to carry it and whatnot. Um, but B, it also kind of lets me get an initial sense of how it's built, how it's made, is it safe, et cetera. It doesn't come up very often, the is it safe thing. But um, And then what I'll do is I'll put it on my table. And right on the side of my table here, I got a little line of things that are waiting for a review. So I got this guy, I got this guy. Uh, so this is the Sweater Tenacious Lightweight, Civivi Chronic. Uh, this is the Quiet Carry Waypoint, uh, Shot by <laughs> Design, um, Micro Typhoon. This is wow. the Spyderco, um, the heck is this? Siren is the Siren. Spyderco Siren. And then Slicey Dicey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Chris. That's the Chris, Which, right? Um, it is the, the Cold Steel Voyager Chris. And I'm trying to figure out how the heck to do these things. Oh, but, man. It's um, like, what, are you going to sacrifice a pig with that or something? Like, that's... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'll try to figure Oh, and of course, the Alemic, uh, this guy just showed up. Uh, Busker? Uh, with the snapper. 
Oh, whippersnapper. Okay. Wow. Yeah, this one I I purchased outright. So uh, you know, it's uh, it's a thing. But so I I just have this line of things on the table, right? And so in times when I left the house every day, I would look at my uh, uh, I'd look at my kind of the, the edge of the table and go, okay. Sure, and I'll throw this guy in the pocket. Then I'll I'll carry it, carry it, carry it, carry it until I feel like you know what I'm good. I got it. And then I'll you know the next time I'll throw this guy in the pocket, carry it, carry it. And then usually what happens is like some weekday evening or uh, maybe on a weekend morning, I'll I'll spend some time and just sit down and write. I'll you know take the piece and I'll you know have it in my hand and I'll sit there and I'll write out the good, the great, the bad, the uglies, bullet points, right and um and kind of just think about it and process the, the time I spent carrying it, how it worked in the hand, how it used, how it cut, et cetera. And then at the end of it, I, I have myself a review. And sometimes that process is really easy and quick. Sometimes it's like pulling freaking feet. Um, but, you know, at the very least, I, I can just sit down and then and film the review. And honestly, filming the reviews and, and editing, I don't do editing. Like, I'm not <laughs> And that's one way that we're very different, by the way. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> like yeah I, man. I tend to try and do one shots, and that way, yeah. it's like upload is the same thing as edit. And once it's on my computer, it's up to YouTube. Um, wow, production value, but uh, you know, no, it's great though, man. Yeah, it's just you have your your personality shines through in your videos. I think that's really what people enjoy. The disassembly stuff, all the crazy yeah. kooky like videos, like the TSA one. Um, you know, wh- whether it's just like a, a coincidence that it happened, like that's what people really enjoy yeah. about your channel. When I first started, I knew that I didn't know a lot about knives. I didn't even know how to edit, man. I didn't know any of that stuff. I didn't oh, know anything wow. about, I knew a little bit about music production, but I didn't know a lot about um, vocal processing or anything like that. I had oh, yeah, a partner yeah. that I was producing music with that did all that. Nice. Um, okay. I was more of like that. Oh, I, I feel that this is the right way to do that melody, but I wasn't classically sure. trained. So yeah, I, I didn't really have anything. And I spent, I must've spent a year at least just studying like how to do YouTube, watching cinematographers, oh, wow. picking which app to edit. And what I learned, um, last year was stop trying to be perfect all the time. Uh, kind of like have a good balance with it, you know, which is like sort of, I started doing that around the time when that contest that you put up, which helped me a lot, actually. And it made me feel good, dude. That was like, even though you said my name wrong and it was so hilarious, actually, I laughed so hard when you said that. I'm a jerk. What did I say? <laughs> you said everyday city commentary and you, <laughs> I was oh, laughing no. so hard. I am such a jerk. Oh, no, I was man. laughing so hard, but I was, I was honored actually that people, you know, I, I never wanted to be the person that, oh, I'm going to go to Ray's channel to, you know, get his take on this. Like I always wanted people to come to my stuff. Like I just kind of want to relax, but I want to watch knife stuff. I'm going to watch yeah, this. Great. Yeah. But that um that that uh that video like really helped me out not not just with uh, subscribers but you know just like fuel to keep going, you know what I mean? That's awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, did you ever f- have a time when you felt like maybe you weren't gonna do it anymore, or you were always like, this is something that I love to do? You know, kind of. I there were there were okay. To be fair, I am not. I'm relatively productive, I think, in terms of video output. But I'm not like constantly. There are times where it's just like I can't freaking do it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and there there have been times where I had ugly interactions with people where it was just like, why do I bother with this? 
you know, when I'll get yelled at by a maker for a positive review and it's just like, you know what, screw you. Um, or, or something like that, or even worse for a negative one. But you know what? I and, and you know those makers forevermore disappear from the channel, right? So <laughs> I had my final, I had my last laugh. But nonetheless, you know, there are times where it feels like, oh, I don't want to do this. There are times where I just don't. You know, part of the thing that because I'm able to record relatively quickly and because I'm not doing much editing is, you know, I've got a bit of a backlog is maybe an underestimation. So I can go through weeks if I need to without filming something new. And, you know, the pile at the end of the table gets a little big, right? Um, Yeah. But, you know, it's still it makes it a little bit easier to be able to take some time off and make sure that I'm filming. Because generally when I'm filming a video that I don't want to be filming right now, but I'd much rather be, you know, I don't know, working on stuff for work or maybe even sitting down with the wife and watching TV or something mm-hmm. crazy, you know, like that. Um, that's when I tend to make the worst videos. I mean, my comment is argue. I always make the worst videos. But um, <laughs> nonetheless, it's sort of a, uh, I have the advantage of when I'm feeling burned out, I can kind of stop for a little bit and it doesn't really, it's pretty transparent to people. Um, it's not a major, do, you know, people you are like, have, uh, channel, do you have videos already uploaded and set oh, yeah. scheduled to release i just started no. doing that and it's a game changer for me I, I i was never really able to do that because i edit all my stuff and um the bread and butter of the channel has become these podcasts you know getting yeah. to know the knife reviewers right. and um kind of like these funny unboxings that i do with three cameras and yeah, uh, yeah. Th- that's really like just what i do the most but I was never able to back videos up. Like Slicey is like, oh yeah, man, I usually just film in one day and I'll have like 10 videos up and I just release them whenever. And I'm like, yeah. oh shit, I wish I could do that. Because those yeah. are an actual review, right? Where I do the what's dope about it, what's whack about it yeah. thing. That yeah, will yeah. take very little time to shoot. But yeah, yeah. Will be anywhere from four to six to sometimes seven hours to edit it. I edit everything on oh. my phone. Everything is on my phone. Everything. Oh. I oh, edit everything on my phone and uh, I, 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 yeah, like I'll have bullet points like, okay, I got to film the pocket clip now. Okay. I got to film oh. the, the blade shape in, in this angle. That's yeah. how I do it. But um, so I, I'm not able to back up videos like that because YouTube isn't the only thing oh, I do. Um, I no, wanted to I ask, yeah, you have videos backed up and you just release it on a schedule? Kind of, yeah. I don't like for a while I was doing a, a very strict schedule. Like I would know what I was releasing two months in advance, but then I realized wow. that you know, times, yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> the times change. And I, there were times where it's like, you know, okay, I really, and I try to time my videos kind of appropriately. Yeah. Because what I mean by that is like, okay, there are things that people are very interested in, right? Where it's like, oh my God, Nick, you need to get a video out about X. And so I'll, I'll fast track that when it releases sooner. There are videos that, you know, no one knows that's a thing, right? So why, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to hurry. Or in some cases, it's amazing. I don't need to hurry. But I also try and do things like, you know, okay, what did I review recently that was a little, like, okay, this is a CKF 520. Uh, yeah, 520. Wow. Amazing knife. Um, but it's really expensive, right? This is like a, you know, $500 plus knife. Um, and rare, and, right? They're all rare. <laughs> relatively rare, yeah. They're yeah. a little hard to get. They're making multiple runs of them now, thank God. Mm-hmm. But you know, so I'll drop something super freaking bourgeois like this, but I also then make an effort to also drop something budget that same week or, you know, to not go so, or I get a review of a touch sparrow hawk night yeah. uh, recently, you know, $1,200 handmade custom. Uh, and then I tried to make an effort to review some stuff that's, you know, more accessible yeah. too. 
because yeah. I don't want to be a channel that's just doing high end and just doing low end. I want to have that mix. And so scheduling that far in advance kind of made that a little harder. It's like, well, mm -hmm. if I bump this, then I have to bump this. So instead, I just kind of like usually on Sunday afternoon, I'll sit there and go, okay, what do I want to drop this week? And, you know, kind of lay that out, right? And yeah. you know, it works out. What do you feel? How do you feel about Civivi, by the way? Because that is a brand that has kind oh. of like exploded since it came out and you have one on the table. Um, how do you feel about board. how do you feel about the brand? They are the 700 pound gorilla right now, I think, <laughs> in, the, um, in the gear world. I, yeah. yeah, I got a bunch of Civivis around here. This Me is too. Who, do, who doesn't? The, I know, right? They're amazing now. Yeah. Um, the, 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 uh, the Praxis, the Shredder and the um, Chronic here. Mm -hmm. I think that they're really good they are they are doing such good work for the price that a lot of people are going to be really really interested in them and it's very it's going to be very hard especially for companies like crkp or mm -hmm. um you know some of the american brands making in china it's going to be real hard for them to keep up when they're dropping things like you know the, the freaking shredder is it's an amazing knife with a yeah i mean this kind of an action two years ago yeah oh my god Yep. This would have been a you know, three hundred dollar knife, and it's like, nope, here we are. Yeah, and they've got so much stuff. They got weight reduction. They have all these features. You know, mm -hmm. you know, people were like, "We want more D two, and they just put D two yeah. on everything. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, the biggest issue Civivi's got, as you damn well know, is that they're doing something every day, like yeah. every damn night that they're dropping. It's like you can wait ten minutes and see the next one, and it's like, guys, <laughs> know. you know, know, it's a little much. Yeah. Like, choose your best designs and mm -hmm. drop those you don't need to do them all right now thank mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. so I, so you do you do think that they are a, a good brand oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I like them a lot man um you know what's funny i this is probably the knife that um drew people to my channel uh, i don't know yeah. if you've ever seen this video cedric has from cedric and ada and that's how he discovered my channel this is the sandra knives uh clemente the first one yeah that's a hell of a that was the late 2017 i think they released that right mm -hmm. it's tungsten carbide yeah the blade is tungsten carbide i had to you know save money and pick it up it oh, was yeah. 995 and the reason why i made uh bought this knife this is actually what got me hardcore into collecting you got the tck nice yeah. they sent me the the first run the one with the carbon yeah. fiber and the red uh my dad's name was clemente and then this italian knife company uh made a clemente knife and my dad had just passed away that's uh, around the time Sorry. i started my channel oh thank you it's all right um and uh you know, I was like, I have to buy this thing. It's like a sign or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. that, dude, that video, uh, a lot of people, um, they were like, oh man, I just lost my dad too. The opening line of the video, okay, it pans through the knife mm -hmm. and it says, some people say you don't become a man until your father dies. And there's like piano in the background. <laughs> yeah, it was a very cinematic video. I poured my heart and soul into it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's when people were like, you know, I walked around the city a bunch. I filmed the video for like three months. And oh, wow. uh, that's kind of like um, what really got me into knife collecting. But I don't really buy a lot of expensive stuff. The yeah. Apex Passaround group is kind of what that's nice. fuels this channel. You're a part of that, right? Do you still get any I, knives from them anymore? Or? I am, yeah. Um, the problem with that is just that I uh, 
these days I'm so busy that I can't commit to turn it around quickly to the next guy. Mm -hmm. So if I do something like that, usually what I'll say is put me at the end. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's a, it's an incredible, I, it's an incredible thing. And I, yeah. I love that it's a thing and I wish it would have been a thing when I got started. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, um, I always get in trouble with, with, with Blade Banner. <laughs> because he's like, Hey man, you have like 10 knives and I have to send it to the next person. But, yeah. uh, he kind of like, I, I do unbox all of them and I do make videos for all of them. Um, but I, I just got, he's like, Hey, you're holding on to a lot of stuff. Can you like send them over? Yeah. Uh, that has like really kept this channel alive, at least for knife yeah. reviews. Uh, I, I wouldn't have any money otherwise because my family just started a CBD shop yeah. and I work there six days a week, you know, a new business. You have, there's a lot of uh, woes that come with Absolutely. that. It is going well, but you know, I, I'm not buying knives yes. right now. The last knife I bought yeah. was the small Arkeo Dylan Mallory Artisan Cutlery. That's the last one. It's like almost what two years ago. So yeah. here's another Dylan Mallory. Ah, great have I'm you met him? Fan. Yeah, he's great. I've he's I've heard guy. such great things about him, man. And people are like, "Oh, you yeah. got to get him on the podcast." And I'm trying, you know. Yeah, he's, he's um, a great guy. Yeah, yeah. I chatted with him a few times. What's kind of a, a knife that you're carrying a lot right now that you're sort of enjoying these days? Oh, knives I'm carrying a lot and enjoying. Uh, there were a bunch of them. Uh, well, nothing that I'm carrying a lot because I'm trying to spread it out too thin. But I, <laughs> so a couple of things come to mind. Um, the, the shop I design, uh, Micro Evo, is an amazing little piece. And um, I have been... Yeah, that's that's a joy. Um, it, it, Brian continues to knock it out of the park with this. The uh, Lamech Whippersnapper he had just got to me, and oh boy, wow. I'm a big fan of this piece. Um, this was in my pocket today, at least before I that's started awesome. stripping freaking. And that Z Hunter is, is dope, right? That's awesome. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, does it really get any better than your good old fashioned oh, Z Hunter? Yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. How did you, you know, get into that? Like someone sent it to you? Or, I remember I watched the video. I don't remember how you uh, bought it. This, uh, so the story is that I got the Ontario Rat number two, which is right over here. Um, got the Rat two, and I thought to myself, okay, this is a really great knife, and it's inexpensive. I should find something terrible. I should go and I should get a gas station knife. And so I walked home from work one day and I happened to stop at a gas station. Oh, you know, gas man. station in freaking Ann Arbor, Michigan, you know, just a little service stop gas station thing. And I happened to go under there and I'm looking at the, they got the case over there in the corner next to the Monster Energy drinks. And uh, in there, they've got, you know, a bunch of poor tobacco use only products sitting there. Yeah. And then underneath <laughs> there, I see the, the Z Hunter box, which, um, uh, hold on, I think I've got a box for one. I've watched you know, that video, actually. I remember yeah. now. This is calling my name. And I, so <laughs> I say to the guy, and mind you, I'm like uh, looking not like the person who's generally buying a Z Hunter. Namely, I'm not 12. But, uh, and I said, hi, I'd like to buy one of these. And it's in this lock case with the bongs and whatnot. And the, the shop guy looks at me and he says, really? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And he said, Okay, so he comes over here and he opens up the case and I'm like, oh my God, yes. And he's looking at me like, what are you? Like, <laughs> I don't I don't smell meth. What's wrong here? And he, he, I, so I brought the Z Hunter home and that very night I filmed the very first video with the Z Hunter in which I talked about the difference between the Sleash Bowie, the rat number two, uh, which is uh, here, 
And the, the Z Hunter is, you know, this is an expensive knife. This is a cheap knife. This is an inexpensive knife. And there's a difference between those things. Mm -hmm. And so this just became for a while, well, for forever, sort of the paragon of complete not a crap to me. <laughs> and so it's just been a thing. And then it, you know, became a bigger thing and a bigger thing. And now this, this very knife purchased yeah. from that gas station has become a part of my channel and my heart. Did they make other stuff? Oh yeah, they company? have a whole. Yeah, because, uh, I. Yeah. I did a video once where I went through their entire product line. Uh, mm -hmm. Somebody sent me all of the Z hunters he could buy at that moment, and I tried <laughs> to do a non-critical review. Of no it. way. Yeah, and it broke me. So yeah, that was a great video actually. I was there a lot that. of big fixed blades that were like Spider-Man uh -huh. themed or Incredible Hulk or something like that? Is that what there they do? There was a hatchet. There was a Z Hunter hatchet. No, Z Hunter is entirely, it's a sub brand. I it's think all Z Hunter. Master okay. Cutlery, but it's okay. all based on the zombie toxic. I think I've got another <laughs> Z Hunter in here someplace. But um, that's so funny, man. He says, trying not to get cut. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a thing. Um, it's a well established thing. Yeah, I, but, I watched that video. I remember that day. I was laughing so hard, man. <laughs> Those videos are a great deal of joy, um, mm -hmm. you know, when I get to do those. Um, you know, it's hard to feel – you got to balance. I don't want to be, like, constantly punching down, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I some level, mm -hmm. like – but at another level, and especially for the people who own these knives and love them, right? Because I know somewhere out there, there's a 13-year-old who's got this and thinks it's the coolest thing he's ever seen. It yep. probably is. But, you know, so there's – it's hard to strike the right tone between, mm -hmm. like, I'm mercilessly mocking this object being everything that it is and more um but also at the same time trying to you know guide people towards you know there are great knives that are available for like 10 bucks more you can save up it's going to be okay and you know so it's it's that's a tricky thing always but it's it is a joy 100 percent. were you ever um in that category where you were buying knives like that maybe when you were younger how long have you been collecting maybe that's the proper question that's a good question um collecting probably I've been paying close attention to the knife market for maybe 10 years, uh, thereabouts, maybe a little, no, about 10 years, actually. Um, collecting, I, so when I got into knives, I was in grad school, and I was not the most, um, shall we say, financially flush individual. <laughs> yeah. um, so Everyone's result, been there. Yeah, I'm there like right I now. Got, <laughs> well, that's a part of it. It's a part of your uh, your journey, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so I bought like a Benchmade 940 uh, originally Oof. for 125 bucks on closeout wow. of the store, and then I returned it because I thought that was too much money to spend on a knife. And so you know, I my first high end knife was actually a 940, even though the first one I kept was a Benchmade emissary. Yeah. Um, we had assisted guys, so I mean, I've been involved for a while but for a while i wasn't able to do much it was mostly like looking around you know the delica this particular yeah. delica is probably one of the knives i've owned longest um but then the, the delica was sort of my first really high-end piece mm -hmm. and you know it still obviously sticks with me so yeah delica on screen why not the delica that was the video that i submitted it was a delica review Oh, yeah. I, I went outside to show like gritty, like my gritty backyard in the Bronx. <laughs> you know, I did all this nice. funny stuff in it. Um, yeah, man. I remember the rat number two. You actually were the channel that made me buy one. Like I, nice. I was never really into thumb studs and I didn't get it. I was like, this doesn't look that attractive to me. 
once I got it in my hands, I was like, okay, I understand why he's saying these things. This is an amazing knife, especially for someone starting out and it's not that much yeah. money. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just like, they were amazing tools at any price point. It's mm -hmm. just a question of doing a little research and finding it. Right. Yeah. Were so, you into watches yeah. before you got into the knives or? No, actually I've been into knives longer than watches. Um, what happened is I, uh, Way back when, I had a, a smartwatch. Actually, Pebble was a smartwatch. Pebble, I, re stuff. I remember yeah. that. I got into a watch, uh, smartwatch kind of frenzy because I was like, man, I can't afford any high-end watches. And I was like, let me see what Asia's doing, right? Because I couldn't yeah. afford, like right now, my, my brother gave me the Samsung Gear S2. That's I couldn't awesome. afford this, you know, yeah. but um, I just wanted something where I could change the face, look kind of classy. Sure, yeah, but I bought all these $40, $50 smartwatches that were total crap. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like so smartwatches. How do you feel about them? I, I like them. Um, for me, they're not healthy, though. Um, I, I keep needing to do a video about, about this. But um, I, for me, it's kind of a notification. It's like a hypervigilance thing for me because if I'm getting notifications on my freaking watch, that means I'm yeah. not going 10 minutes without paying attention to an email. There was a time where I really had to be waiting by the phone, so to speak, where they were really helpful. But part of my getting into watches was actually getting out of smartwatches. It's like, okay, you know, I've had this smartwatch for so long, but it's not super healthy for me. So I went and I bought a Citizen Eco Drive, figuring mm -hmm. this is a nice watch because I knew that now, okay, it's really helpful to have the time on the wrist, right? So I got this watch. It was like, you know, 300 bucks. Oh, my God. Who spent $300 on a watch? 300 And then, you know. <laughs> so, wow. um, but nonetheless, it was like, okay. Uh, How much was that time, watch that you just showed right now? What was that? You like just uh, did a sneak? This is the Casio uh, Oceanis S5. Wow. This is an $1,800 watch. Oh, um, and then I've gone as high as six grand now. Dude. Um, I know oh, it's man. Um, but nonetheless, um, and so I just kind of, I got into quote unquote dumb watches and then I realized, oh, these are cool. Yeah. Oh, these are real cool. And now oh, I keep no. more and more. And yeah, they go up so high. Is, yeah, this guy is, um, oh, and see, here's the difference. This guy is only, oh, what's the retail, 650 yeah, uh, 750, something like that. And it is, um, it's amazing. But again, the, the idea that I would say just $750 on a watch, this is how crazy I've become. So no, I wasn't always into watches. And, you know, in some ways, maybe I shouldn't have gotten there. But you know, here I am. So yeah, I'm scared, I man. Best. I have a no, guy. Get into watches. I have a guy. Uh, his name is Wachak on Instagram. And he likes all my stuff. And um, he messaged me. He was like, oh, I really like this knife. He's into EDC, right? Yeah, yeah. And then um, I, I was like, oh, man, yeah, I, I really love your watches, right? I think he's the owner of this watch yeah. company. And I was like, oh, how much do they run? And he was like, $6,000. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, he's got that Scrooge McDuck money, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, back it out, back it out slowly. Yeah, that's, and, you know, I'm lucky in that I've now been able to forge a uh, relationship with a good authorized dealer actually still back in Ann Arbor. And um, they, you know, will it loan me stuff, which, again, is like, holy crap. Yeah. I mean, they're at least insured out the wazoo, so it doesn't, the stakes aren't quite as high. But it's just mm -hmm. like, you know, do not get into watches is basically yeah. what it's just like. Uh, the bad freaking plan right there. So, speaking yeah. speaking of, of value, right, like are you um, back to YouTubing and being a YouTuber – 
do you uh, bring in like a decent amount of cash flow like every month? You know, it, it kind of it varies a lot. I mean, as mm -hmm. you know, with YouTube revenue, actually, yeah, it's weird, man. Yet, so it's it's super weird. Um, you know, I, I wait. You're I, not monetized, or I'm not? Oh, no, I'm I not. I am. I am. Yeah, I, I haven't yet. I don't know what to do. Uh, because I come from the I podcast. I, I listen to you podcasts on YouTube. That's what I do on YouTube the most, yeah. right? These okay, comedians cool. do spoken ads, yeah. all right? But they 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 are so funny about it, though. That's you know what I mean. Yeah. Like the app BetterHelp or something. They'll yeah. be like, "Look, if you want digital like psychotherapy." from somebody that's probably not licensed or maybe is you should get better help. Like they, they diss the product and they're getting paid thousands of dollars to do this. Was and this was a like, subtle ad? I'm starting to wonder here. <laughs> <laughs> so I did something, I did the same thing for like a silicone ring company that was giving yeah. uh, rings away in the apex pass around group. Yeah. And I like Photoshopped um, my face on like a, uh, like a, like a girl's body in a bikini. And I was like, look, if Benchmade wants me to, Go to Blade Show in a bikini and give out, give out uh, you know, mini reptilians. I'd totally do it, right? I and like uh, it. I, I made an ad like that for Groove Rings, Groove Life Rings. But um, yeah, so are you making decent? So it definitely, it helps a little bit. Um, and if nothing else, what it helps is it allows me to do both crazy things and nice things. Um, what I mean by that is like it allows me to do... Um, <laughs> the crazy <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what it allows is like, okay, Brian Nadeau announces something brand new for like 500 bucks. So, well, this wasn't 500 bucks, but, you know, and, and I can just say, okay, I'm in. And I can just do the purchase. I can just, mm -hmm. it allows me to basically say, yep, I got to do this. And it allows me to cover things like upgrades. I've been upgrading my sound setup a little bit. Mm -hmm. I've been upgrading, I, uh, you know, upgrade my computer for, you mm -hmm. know, all kinds of things. And so it helps me with those kinds of things. With yep, lighting. Yep. Um, Speaking of know, lighting. I Speaking of lighting, man, I have you to thank for that translucent film thing. You made a video. Oh, I used this film. I, I bought it again after I moved because I ran out and is the best, like, out of everything I've tried. Yeah, I'm using yeah. it right now. I'm notorious EDC. I think you know about him. Or mm -hmm. you know I, him, I've talked to him a him. few times. Okay. He, uh, I, I tagged him in an IG stories where I talked about him and I love this photography. And yeah. then he messaged me and it was so funny, the conversation. So he messages me, he goes, oh man, this is wild. Like, who is this? Like, who's, who's doing yeah. these podcasts? I was like, dude, that's me. <laughs> he was like, wow. So I, I, I tried to, you know, ask if he wanted to be on. He has his own podcast now. Yeah. He invited me to come hang at uh, New York Custom Knife Show. I didn't oh, get nice. to go. So like, I think maybe that was my end with the custom knife crowd, but I didn't get to go, you know. I'm terrible with asking oh, people good. for things. I can't even believe that you messaged me tonight, man. Well, I, I was watching your uh, last one with... Um, Alex? Oh, forget it. Uh, yes, exactly. Al Nightbox, Alex Nightbox. Mm -hmm. Do you right? know him? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't think I know him well. I may have met him at some point in time, but maybe... I, I, I'm, I'm trouble with names. It's an unfortunate mm -hmm. thing in my cognition, right? Um, so How did you I, end up uh, watching the podcast? I wanted to know. Like, I'm a subscriber. I just, I had him. What actually, so legit, what just happened here is I'm sitting downstairs. I, I, I'm in my garage. I'm refinishing this damn cabinet. And I run out of stuff I've, I've been listening to. I've been listening to Adam Savage from uh, Mythbusters. Oh, He's great. He's got that channel great. and he was doing mm -hmm. a Q&A thing. Listen to that. That's great. And then I'm like, okay, well, damn, I don't want to be 
doing something where I can watch something because I'm not setting up a computer mm-hmm. with sanding. So I just saw, oh, you released a new video a couple of days ago, right? Or was yeah. it even... Yeah. I released it this morning. Yeah. I, I, this morning? Oh, yeah. Great. Every morning I do a podcast. Video. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, let me listen to it. And I was like, oh, wow, shit. this is really good. And then I was just like, oh, okay, I should message this guy. And then he said oh, something like, man. oh, you should come on the podcast. I'm like, okay, cool. Why not? I, it's so funny. I had a, a a follower on Instagram message me and he was like, hey, man, you should have Nick Shabazz on. Like I have, like I could just, you know, like hit you up. Like, hey, hey, bro, do you want to do the podcast? I am terrible with asking to do anything, man. I am terrible with it. Like, I'm just, I'm very socially awkward. Uh, I, I think it, it's, it's weird that on camera, I, I can talk as long as I want, but I'm very socially awkward, man. Nah, you know, the thing is, I mean, certainly there are dicks out there in the world. I don't have yeah. to tell anybody that. But, um, you know, I, in my experience, the knife community tends to be very generous with that. Amazing. Amazing. And, you know, I, 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 I'm very lucky that a lot of the people I've reached out to that, you know, talk about these things have been, you know, super cool about it. And I think generally there's this feeling of like, okay, we are weird. Yes, we're weird in the same way. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's a point of instant bonding, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. anybody who's thought seriously about blade geometry, that's like yep. point one, you know, zero 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 one percent of the population. We are outcasts in a group of outcasts. It's like exactly. we are the weird of the weird. You know what I mean? See, you can't be a dick about it. Like, oh yeah. no, I mean, and so you know, I and I don't have time to talk. Unfortunately, you know, I get a bunch of freaking messages on Instagram every mm-hmm. like 30 messages a day or something. So it's like, I can't do everything, but mm-hmm. I really try my best to get out there and talk to people and not to be a dick about it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad you made the, uh, the, you asked me, I'm very happy. Yeah. To that, right. Everyone is going to be happy to watch this, man. You, you know yeah. what? It's funny because I came from the nightlife world to this community which was yeah. like a, breath, a, a real breath of fresh air because everyone is kind of just like backstabbing each other in the, in the nightlife scene. Um, huh. okay. I know you listen to the podcast a little bit and uh, you, yeah. lo- you, like, you like electronic music, right? I do, yeah. I'm a yeah. Big, uh, but uh, like old electronica by and large. Yeah. I, I haven't kept up as much with the new stuff. Right, you talked about Sasha and Digweed. I'm sure you've listened to like Dubfire, PVD. Oh man, so PVD, let me tell you right now. The first time I saw PVD... Yeah. He did a party at Central Park, man. It was called okay. Summer Stage, nice. and it it rained the whole time, but everyone <laughs> was dancing, man. This is, nice. must have been, man, 2003, maybe? Okay. Yeah, and it was amazing. You know, that's when he uh, started playing a little more, like, progressive, and uh, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was really great, man. Uh, what, when, when did you get into dance music? Like, what attracts you uh. about it? So the funny thing is I've never actually been to a live event for that. Mm-hmm. Like I am completely like, I am not cool enough to get into the nightlife anyway. <laughs> like any bouncer would take one look at me and just start laughing. So I'm, same with I, me. I, yeah, well, yeah. Because yeah, Asians weren't allowed really um, before really? Uh, so. when I started going party to when I started partying, uh, I want to say this was early 2000s, maybe. Yeah. Early 2000s. Yeah. If you were Asian, and you weren't with hot chicks, you would have to be fully dressed up. Like I'm talking about like slacks, long sleeve shirt, you know, while every, you had to be good looking, everything. Yeah, you had to have money or something. 
or they weren't going to let you in or they were really going to like hold you Weird. back. So I didn't experience when I was a DJ and I was able to cut in like at some yeah. of the biggest clubs, I abused the crap out of it. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So what, what got you into it? Yeah. Honestly, just uh, by chance, a good buddy of mine, a, a guy named Matt, um, you know, just started playing, uh, giving me, this was tapes. This is the mm -hmm. era we're tapes. talking about here of like uh, drum and bass, that kind of thing. Drum and bass, nice. Harder, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like high BPM stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And then I sort of found, like going to uh, rec stores and what, I, I find it sort of the, the, the trans genre really, and that, that jumped in for me. And so I, you know, all throughout high school, college, you know, was really into, uh, and all, again, all remotely, all this thing at home, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. But, um, you know, like Sasha, I think one of my very favorite albums, Remains Expanded, mm -hmm. is, uh, yeah. it's a weird album, but it's amazing. Sasha, um, yep. Yeah, Sasha's great. Um, but then, you know, just kind of going deeper and deeper into it. And, you know, that, that whole world of, like, Ministry of Sound was making great things yeah. around that oh, time. Man. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, I I feel life. like, you know, it's it's even rarer to find trans people in the knife community. Oh, That's wow. why I bonded so much with Alex because he was like, "Dude, I listen to trans all the time," and I'm like, "Oh my!" God. I can yeah. I can't I can't find that like usually just in everyday life. I mean, there are more yeah. people who dance music now. Um, what's crazy is I was on my YouTube uh, earlier, and Armin van Buren was doing a state of trance like like. Nice. Uh, a live show for like 900 uh, i don't know it, it was it was a lot i remember yeah. when i first started clubbing armin was like yeah i'm gonna do this internet radio show before yeah. he was doing anything <laughs> and now he's just this huge guy man and it, it's it, yeah. it's refreshing to find uh, a knife person into I you know, know trance yeah <laughs> it's crazy yeah, frankly to find a human and do it i mean <laughs> most of the time people are like what the heck are you listening to this is like beeps yeah. But the yep. thing is, like, it's getting better, right? Like Daft Punk. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love so, Daft Punk. Random Access Memories was mm -hmm. one of the very best albums that's been put out in a long-ass time. Mm -hmm. And, it did, and you know, overall, a lot of the stuff that I think was sort of, that I consider to be classic electronica has merged into the mainstream. A little um, bit, yeah. Yeah, and so I think a lot, it's becoming more, I don't want to say acceptable. It's not like people kept me, uh, you know, out of the good parties, so to speak, but don't listening to electronica but it was just like it's nice to see that calling mainstream it's nice to see more of these things because mm -hmm. i'm loving some of the new stuff that's coming out even in the pop scene but yeah like, yeah you know what this is this feels like my kind of era yeah right? everything is electronic now everything yeah, is electronic everything is produced so. electronically i um uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on all the social media platforms because I'm trying. Yeah. I am okay. representing the EDC community on TikTok, man. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I did one TikTok fil, uh, video yeah. where it was just like the Z Hunter <laughs> with Taylor uh, Cootie's zombie. And they immediately uh, took it down, took right? It down. Yep, yes. exactly. And it was just like, okay, yep. well, I guess I'm not doing TikTok. Um, I've solved that riddle. And then oh. this is a tip for anyone that wants to get into TikTok. I'm going to, I'm going to um, say it right now. Cause I, I do feel that TikTok is the emerging platform and uh, I'm on all of it. I'm not biased. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Sure. I'm on YouTube. I'm on TikTok. I try a little bit of everything. I listen to people who know about social media to, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I'm not even that successful on social media, but that's what I like. That's what I love doing the most, making yeah. a video, putting it up online chatting with people yeah. about it 
seeing how to make it better, connecting with my audience. That's what I love the most. Um, so TikTok, I've solved that riddle. So I, okay. you can't open the knife. Let me explain. Oh, I don't on. flip the knives open. What I do is I talk about it and I splice in pictures with the knives open and I haven't been taken down. I just started doing this, oh, this wow. week, actually. It's a lot harder. Uh, people in the gun community also get taken down. Yeah. Um, but I assumed you know, it was just because I wasn't a white girl wearing yoga pants and dancing. So, you know, I, I, you I, know I, what? I have not gotten into the dancing yet, but it's funny. I am the cool uncle to all my nieces and nephews because I'm on TikTok <laughs> and I have like, you know, go. a few hundred followers. They're like, oh, shit, you know, you want to do the. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. A, it is a thing. Like I try. I try to. You know, we're, we're primarily primarily on YouTube and Instagram, the knife sure, community. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think that yeah. I have knife people message me on TikTok like, oh, dude, I can't believe like there's another knife person here. Like I love spider codes. Yeah. I think I did like a Sage 5 video nice. and I used like one of the trending songs in it. And I like, you know, did exactly what I told you, which I spliced in yeah, pictures. Yeah. And uh, they were just like so happy that we were there. So it is definitely a platform if you are kind of serious about doing this as a side gig to get into because I do feel that it may overtake Instagram. Although I've heard YouTube is creating a TikTok kind of thing now. I'm sure they're trying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they try yeah. to do Instagram stories too. And they, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a yeah. thing. And you know, look yeah. at some level, I, I would probably try more and I would fight to, but it's like, we're right now we're dealing with Instagram who's gradually pushing the knife world. Out. I know what is up and with it's that. Like, I mean, the same thing that's up with TikTok, right? I mean, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. okay. And at some level, it's like, okay, screw you. And so, like, putting effort into TikTok for me is just like, and hey, I don't have enough freaking time to deal with face, uh, with uh, Instagram and YouTube, <laughs> right? And then email, too. Yeah. But, you know, I don't need another 50 messages a day, thank you. Um, it's, so it's like, I, and that's a really ugly thing to say, but at some level, like, there are only so many damn hours in the day. And every minute I'm responding to a message, I'm not filming one of these guys. Um, how how much time like, do you use, by the way, on, on YouTube before I forget uh, this question? Because I have ADHD, yeah. so like I yeah, definitely yeah. forget. Um, how much time do you put into your YouTube and your Instagram? Oh, um, Are you constantly thinking about it? Because I am constantly thinking about it. So I don't know if everyone shares that plight with me. Like I turn it off when I go to work. I mean, that's my big thing is because this isn't my day job. It never could be. I can already right. on why, but um, not never, but... Uh, very unlikely to be i like my work so i can turn it off for that but at the same time i wouldn't be shocked if i was spending you know two hours a day still on youtube on the days that i'm not on youtube and then you know my weekends are just like 13 hours or something of youtube and very often mm -hmm. it's like as you know my wife is often working the weekends so i'm just at home it's just like okay well what, what 10 things am i going to try it Usually, if I'm if I'm really productive, I'll get like three disassemblies and three reviews out. Mm -hmm. But it's like you know that's what I'll try and do. But it's it's a lot of time. And then the Instagram is usually just like downtime. It's like you know I'm between freaking Zoom meetings at work, and so what am I going to do here? I'll pick up Instagram and see what everybody's doing. And, yeah, you know. So that's kind of but it's a it's a big time sink. It's mm -hmm. you know it's a it's a lot. But yeah, that's okay. I'm really lucky that, you know, shout out to Kelly, uh, my fiance, by the way, proposed nice. to me like a champ. I didn't propose, oh, but um, dude, this whole day, 
I did not, I, we, we live in the same you know, apartment and she basically left me in this room, which is our like living room slash movie room. She was in the bedroom, yeah. like doing her own thing because she knows that like I had to film some videos yeah. and she just made dinner when you messaged oh, wow. me. Right. Oh no. I'm sorry. And then I was like, listen, uh, I have to do a podcast. And she was like, Oh, she was like what? And I was like, yeah. And I said, well, it's with Nick Shabazz. And she was like, take all the time that you need like she knew oh. who you were bro like she knew I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was like I'm i was so like listen sorry, with nick shabazz gotta gotta oh. do it you know what i'm saying so yeah she i'm lucky that she understands all this stuff because i am constantly thinking about okay i've got that knife coming in oh yeah, man i should yeah. do that review but i don't have yeah. time you know sometimes i feel like i'm like slacking kind of you know yeah, like, i don't have the creative juice thing. I want to talk to Advanced Knife Bro about this, actually. Uh, if if yeah. you do know him, like, oh, yeah. put in a good word for me, man. Because I sure. am one of his, uh, I am a big fan. I don't yeah, consume a lot of knife YouTube anymore. But when I think of just uh, a channel that inspires me whenever I watch their videos, it's like Advanced Knife Bro. He puts so much work in cinematography. Yeah, absolutely. Scripting. And he, he was talking about this on another podcast where he's like, man, yeah, I just get burnt out and I just don't yeah. have the creative flow to write a script. And then I was like, man, I always feel like that, you know? Yeah. He's a great <laughs> human. I had the opportunity to, when he came out to uh, live in California, I had the opportunity to sit down and just have you know dinner with him. And it was just yeah. like, it's always nice when you meet somebody and you're just like, wow, you're actually, and it's not that I thought he was a bad human at any point. It was just like, yeah. wow, you're, you're even cooler than I thought you were going to be. And that's, that's nice. So yeah, I'll happily put in a good word with him. Yeah. He's a great guy. Speaking of dinner, but, right? You're, you're a yeah. vegetarian, right? I am I wrong a, on this? Yes. Uh, no, um, I'm veggie. How has this uh, quarantine affected your eating habits? Like, is it harder to get food or I know you're a picky no. vegetarian, according to Frankie and Bird in the video that I watched. <laughs> this is an old one. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I do remember that uh, you guys met up for dinner and he was, uh, um, Bird was like, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a picky, like, vegetarian. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'll be honest, uh, it's not been bad because, yeah. honestly, who the heck is buying veggie burgers? <laughs> like, you go to the grocery... I mean, seriously, like, I buy the, the things that I tend to purchase are morally and physically repugnant. The many you, right? Like you know, you go into Costco and they haven't had a run on fake sausage, so uh, it, it, it's been pretty good for me all told. And I do a lot of like pasta. I do a lot of so you know, it's that spot's not bad. It's like oh, you can't get any meat. My wife's yeah. not a vegetarian, so yeah. it's been a little tricky. How does that her, work, but... man? Is it is it tricky? Like really. I, I always wondered because uh, my my ex before my fiance now, who I was with for seven years who I was with when I first started the YouTube channel. So like a lot of people nice. messaged me were like, Hey, didn't you have a different girlfriend before? <laughs> like, so, but you know, she's a vegetarian now. And then I, I yeah. was wondering like, Oh man, I wonder if I could have uh, dealt with that. Not that I don't have anything against it. Some vegetarian food is absolutely delicious, man. No, you know? it's a choice everybody has to make for themselves. And, you know, yeah. my, 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 my wife, the, the way we kind of work it is that, um, you know, she will, uh, all I ask is that if she makes something needy, she makes something for me as well. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I'm happy to sit there with her as she has, you know, a, you know, chicken or something like that. And, 
you know, I it, it doesn't bother me. And you know, uh, when we go out to eat, she'll you know do a steak or whatever, or you know whatever else she's doing. Uh, and we we joke that when I used to you know back when travel was a thing, uh, when I used to go traveling for work, she would meet on me. Like she'd drop me off at the airport and then go to the grocery store and buy like, you know, a bunch of different weird meat varieties and, <laughs> you know, cook those. And so like every day that I'm gone, it's like a freaking, you know, uh, yeah. A Just eating a lot of, of meat. meat. <laughs> yeah. She's so eating like elk. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I didn't even know. Like if there was jaguars out there, she'd probably, so, you know. It's it's a thing, and you know, like some of it. I'm gonna be honest with you here, and I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna lose my main viewer contingent. But um, yeah. you know, lobster, I I just can't even watch. It's yeah. just like I. So oh, that's what 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 got you set. into uh, plant based uh, eating? Was it a health thing or more of a moral oh. thing against like factory farming and things like that? Or I mean, factory farming's ugly and whatnot. Oh I yeah, yeah, they- definitely the biggest issue for me is just that a, I never liked meat that much. Like mm-hmm. I was always a guy who like, I ate burgers and chicken fingers if I'm eating meat. And so it was never a big deal. And then I was just thinking about it. Like, you know what? I'd be kind of pissed off if somebody killed me and ate me. So oh, shit. why not yeah. just do, you know, extend the same courtesy. Right. Yeah. Um, and again, not everybody has to believe that I'm not sitting right. this, you know, not sitting in judgment of meat eaters, but at the mm-hmm. same time, for me at least, and then given the environmental benefits and whatnot, it yeah, makes yeah. sense. And mm-hmm. the, I have the ability to do this is the other thing. Like I live in a place, you know, California, but you know, just the financially and whatnot, where I can say, you know what, I'm not going to eat that kind of food. But there are places yeah. around the world where it's just like, well, we just killed a deer. So guess what's for dinner? <laughs> and it's yeah. like there I couldn't do it so much. So I, you know, and if the time comes where it's like, you know, I have the choice of not eating or eating meat, I'm probably going to eat some meat, but at this point, it's gotten to the point where it's, it's yeah. been, good Lord, it's been almost uh, 15, 16 years now wow. of vegetarianism. So at this point, like meat is just like, what are you? My is brother is plant-based right now, actually. Um, and he tried it because he's, he's on American Ninja Warrior. And hmm. uh, he's 40, get this, my brother is 46 years old. And okay. I mean, he is jacked. Okay. He had a brain tumor. They said he would never oh. walk again. He would never be able to sing in key, like all this weird stuff because it, it, it wasn't cancerous, yeah. but it was, it was a big one. It's like a golf ball sized yeah. tumor. Oh, and yeah. um, after that operation, he just, he was, he was already fit before. He, he got yeah. even more fit, and now he's an American Ninja Warrior. They ask him to run on the seasons like okay. every couple of years. And uh, he amazing. decided to go pescatarian first which is just seafoods no land no land animals and then now he's plant-based right now with maybe sometimes he'll have like turkey if he's at a family gathering or something like that but mostly just just plant-based and um he says he feels better man so and it's a performance in terms of the climbing and all that stuff so you know i I I don't know whether that's the case but it's it's at least for me but at the very least it's not a choice i've regretted making and Mm -hmm. it's at this point every time i and, you know, it doesn't help that my fiance, my fiance, wow, it goes, it's been more than a year and a half now. I <laughs> think I know this, but, um, you know, it helps that my wife is sort of a kill it and drag it over a match style meat eater. Where it's <laughs> like, you know, she wants her steak to be able to be saved by a skilled veterinarian. And so she's, uh, so for me, it's just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I think <laughs> we're, we're okay there. Um, yeah. 
the further I am from who the animal was, I'm the better <laughs> off I am. No, of, no slight intended. <laughs> speaking of uh, California, right? I know you just moved yeah. there. Um, how long have you been there? And like, what's it like being a knife guy in California? Has things been different? Have, have they improved? No, I mean, honestly, uh, so I've been in California for uh, a year and three quarters, something around there. Um, I'm in San Diego, and uh, San Diego is, frankly, it's a military town more than it's anything. Um, and so there, it's, you know, like I walk around with a knife in my pocket. I've never had anybody give me this, you know, the slide. Pocket clip? Side like on the, on the pocket clip? Oh, yeah, or? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, I carry know, in I, pocket I, all the time. At work. That's the only and, way. You know, I'll take it out at work when I need to use it, and people are just like, oh, you got a knife? Like, yeah, why don't you? <laughs> like, okay, problem solved. And so now people come and get me when they need to open a package. <laughs> but anyways uh, that is what they come to get me for too even at my shop they're like hey ray yeah. can you help cut this thing and i'm exactly. like all right they know you got a knife and then they're like yeah. what the heck you know that's fancy like yeah well yeah one time uh i had to cut uh something at a christmas party family christmas party yeah. but it was like 30 people but, like they knew i had one and people were all like weird about it the first year but the years yeah. following after they were just like hey can you cut this <laughs> yeah <laughs> and there were definitely times where I'll carry something a little bit more subtle, you know, like, uh, here we go, a little Benchmade Krampus, something like this. Ah, so, you know, nice uh, Nice, easy. Yeah, this was a mm-hmm. gift from a good friend of mine. Um, but anyways, it was a, um, it, it, there, there were times where you go something a little more subtle, but then, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, it doesn't really, uh, um, I don't know, it's not a big deal to me, and I try not to make it one. The biggest issue, honestly, is the automatic law. Um, you have mm-hmm. to have, in California, any automatic needs to be under uh, uh, two inches. So, so you have like a launch four and it's fine or something like that, a yeah, small exactly. one, right? Like the Protex yeah. Sprint, uh, Calmigo, et cetera. Protex, honestly, they're, uh, you know, an hour and a half north of me. Uh, great Whoa. folks. And yeah, I mean, but, you know, they're, uh, so that's, that's put a bit of a crimp in things. And just like in terms of people want to send me some fancy auto for review, mm-hmm. it's like, eh, I can't actually carry it here. So I can't you know, even have little, them in my house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, my crazy. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. No Bali songs, it's which dumb. is fucked up since I'm Filipino. That's yeah, like... <laughs> all of these damn knife laws. If you look closely at it, it's racism, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, let's, what do we make illegal? Well, okay. Mexicans had Bowie knives. Let's make those illegal in Texas. Oh, um, Bali songs. Those came with Asian people. We better yeah. make those illegal. Sl- yeah. uh, Stiletto switchblades. Italians, Italians, right? <laughs> It's like every, you look at every damn knife law, it's like the freaking meme with the Scooby-Doo. Like, you pull the mask off, oh, it's racist. Oh, no. like, come on. Stop yeah, it, Who do you think that, anyways, I digress. Um, have you ever been in New York City, Nick? I have been uh, once, I, yeah. in, for any period of time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful uh, place. Yeah, it's, it's man, I, lo- I love the city. You know, it's really odd. Uh, you were talking about, like, like meat and like uh, killing yeah. something and then, you know, uh, like cooking it or whatever. So I, I, I really dislike factory farming. If, if I could, sure. I would, I'd prefer to like ethically yeah, yeah. hunt, ethically hunt yes, something absolutely. and eat That's it. Beautiful. But I live in New York City and I've never gone hunting in my whole life. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've eaten weird yeah, shit cool. before though. I've eaten weird stuff. I've eaten like snake, I've eaten frogs, you know, all this weird stuff. Um, what was I going to go with this? I forgot what we were going to talk about. 
No, it's and you know I respect the heck. Oh, out the New York City—that's what it is. Yeah, it's just like you know because at that level, it's it feels like there's some justice there. It's like, well, that deer fucked up. Oh, sorry, screwed up. So yeah. you know, <laughs> okay, he lost fair and square. You get to eat him. Um, yeah, I mean, like in Alaska, right? Like yeah. the in, the in Inuits or whatever, like they're you know like hunting for like whale yeah. blubber or something like that. You're and like it's eating like, the deer who are bad at being herbivores. Like, okay, yeah. that's fine to me. That feels <laughs> okay. But it's like, you know, okay. But I'm sorry, you were saying New York Yeah, City. so New York um, City, it's it's crazy, man. I mean, even right now, it's yeah. crazy. Dude. Like, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I try not to open the door because we have everything delivered to us. Um, nice. Groceries, we've gotten a schedule. My girl is so good at it. She's like, oh, Fresh Direct is going to deliver on Sunday. Whole Foods is going to oh, deliver wow. on Thursday. She has it already locked down every week. Okay. So nice. We haven't gone out for groceries at all. But, um, you know, I try not to open the door to accept stuff. It's like, oh, it's, a, it's an Asian. Oh, get the, he doesn't have a mask on. You know? <laughs> no. the, before, the, before the shutdown happened, people were looking yeah. at me so weird on the train, man. And I was yeah. like, look, I'm oh. from Manny Pacquiao country. I'm not Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> but Manny Pacquiao, the boxer, you know what I mean? Like, they were looking at me like they're like, you know, like getting away from my side of the train. But yeah, in New York yeah. City, they have bag checks every month. Yeah. In, in the train station that I'm in, if I go down there and they see me, there'll be a check with police officers and, and a table and they'll say, hey, you yeah. come here and let me look in your bag. So I never carry anything like, on that the pocket sucks. clip, I carry inside yeah. in a pocket sheath. I never put anything in my bag because they're allowed to search yeah. a bag, not allowed to search a person, you know, in those oh, checks. Interesting. Yeah, I, they're allowed huh. to search you if they think you're suspicious, though. Doesn't matter yeah, if there's a bag check or not. So we know why they're saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just a crazy uh, time. So I try to yeah. carry. What's your preferred like blade length? You know, you know I, I prefer to carry three inches or maybe 3.25 max if I'm going to yeah, catch. That's, that's actually about where I'm at, right? I mean, yeah. for me, like the I was, sweet spot mm-hmm. is about three inch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that three and a half inch range has been doing some, it, there's been a lot of great work in there. But um, yeah, for me, it's definitely down in that three inch range because I think that's kind of the level at which it's got enough room for you to do whatever you need to do. But it's mm-hmm. not going to draw too many eyebrows. It's not going to, you know, people aren't going to be, Freak you know, people I can out. take out a knife like this at, at work in the lunchroom. Everybody's going to be like, oh, nice knife. Is but that a, uh, EWC? Yeah, this is the Monterey Bay Knives EWC. I love right that. It's a great piece. I love piece. that. Yes. Yeah, I freaking love this knife. A lot um, of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a great little thing. And, you know, so, yeah, I think that kind of range, I mean, up to three and a half or so, I think mm-hmm. can be okay. But. Any past that, it starts getting like, you know, <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, God, that is... like, no, it doesn't quite work so well, right? Like, I so... have to go sacrifice a lamb now, take out the Chris. Like, <laughs> exactly, yeah, that, that, that doesn't quite Even work though I'm now, vegetarian, right? I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you can't just say, oh, I've got salat practice yeah. after work, right? Um, yeah. so <laughs> it's sort of a, I, I, I go for that three, three to three and a half inch range because I think for most people, especially as you go a little fancier, I think yeah. most people see Ooh. something like this and they think, oh, it's so nice. an Alamic Knives Busker, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Let's watch it. Um, it's, and people look at this and they're not even looking at it as like, oh, that's an edge weapon. It's just like a nice uh, thing. Yeah, it's just like it's a pretty object. And, you know, so I think there's an element of protectiveness or, um, oh, let's see, where is my, 
you know, you can get things that look a little bit more traditional. Like uh, this is a Pena Knives uh, ah, Zulu. Very nice. And it's just like, yeah, this is going to have a feeling for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's just more like this is, you know, it's just a little pocket tool. And so I think you, you have to manage the, the, the fear for people a little bit or even just a little bit of wood. There's a PRM Adam that can go a long way towards making people feel at home. I was going to ask about that. TRM, uh, have they like hit you up or anything? Do you have any communication with them? I know that when you review one of their knives and it's a hit, their website gets all screwy. I've been told that by people. Have they ever, you know, talked to you like thank you or something like that? I've talked to them. The the TRM folks, uh, Les and Marianne, they're Mm -hmm. they're great folks generally. Um, And so, you know, I've met them at shows and whatnot. And, you know, we, we talked a little bit and, you know, especially when I'm saying something very nice about a, a product, I'll tend to actually reach out to the maker ahead of time because at this point, it is getting to the point where a, a really good review will have a concrete effect on a maker's, you know, day, and certainly on keeping their website up that day. And so I'll tend to say to people, okay, I'm about to give, like I think with the EWC, I reached out to, this is uh, mm-hmm. Monterey Bay Knives, yep. reached out to Sanford and I said, you know, Sanford, I really like the EWC. You know, when are you going to have a bunch of these available so that I can, you know, release the video that day? That yeah. way people have a remote chance in heck of getting one. Again, so, it, yep. Yeah, and I'll do similar things when I reach out to, you know. And so I talked to the the, the the TRM folks before and, you know, basically said, you know, with the Adam, like, you have an amazingly nice idea and I'm going to say nice things about it. So you do, mm-hmm. have fun. Or um, Are you into the Atom more or the Neutron? I... I I like the neutron. So this is the neutron. This is uh, here we go. Here's a pair. Um, this is the uh, neutron down here. This is the atom up here. And honestly, I I like both of these substantially. They're yeah. both amazing knives. But I like the size of the neutron better. But I like the atom a little bit more in terms of mm-hmm. fit and finish. What I really want is for them to do a baby atom where they take yeah. all these oh. things that they improved in the atom and mm-hmm. build a neutron size. Like oh yeah. But I, I they're both amazing. I actually won an Adam in a raffle in the Apex Passaround group. Oh, yes. So whoever reviewed it, um, some knives that are sent to us, <clears throat> whoever reviews it gets a chance to win it in a raffle. So TRM oh, allowed awesome. it. I won it the day after Marianne and I had our first conversation on Instagram, right? Isn't I reviewed she it. She's the nicest lady. I watched her on the Knife Junkie podcast, uh, that big town hall one uh, two yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. Such a nice lady. And um, somebody posted my review in the TRM Facebook group. I didn't. Nice. Uh, and <laughs> it's so funny because in that video, I wear a wig made out of magazines and pretend to be my mom. And I like love that. <laughs> Marianne was like, you have a great voice. <laughs> I've heard Shabazz talk about him. Cedric and Ada gear and outdoors. Slicey Dicey, my mom, even my cats. <laughs> Internally, I'm like laughing so hard. But um, so that Adam, uh, uh, the same buddy of mine, uh, Bobby, not Bobby, he had a new, he had a Neutron, and he said, "Hey, do you want to trade?" And he's giving me three scales. Uh, extra scales with a neutron and then i'm going nice. to get him my atoms so i get to try the neutron now which is more my speed in terms of the size yeah they're great yeah they yeah really good work yeah i really like how you could just disassemble it it's just like a skeleton yeah, yeah. and then that's it 
I, I never yeah, take my knives apart. I really got to. People keep telling me you have to do that. You get a better feel for it. Look, you're yeah. doing you're doing it right now on the pod. That's what you get. You get that skeleton, and you just yeah. put the thing on top. It's genius. Yeah, you just drop another scale in. It's beautiful. Yeah, I agree. And it's something yep. I'd love to see more companies doing. Oh, just man, like it's awesome. Why Spyderco doesn't offer it that? Well, actually, I know why they don't, because they're doing the sprint run thing and cash it in. But why they don't offer 50 scale colors for the mm-hmm. freaking PM2 is yeah. completely beyond me, right? I mean, it would make so – or like Civivi. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Could Civivi end <laughs> up by selling the freaking shredder and then just saying, okay, we got Here's uh, some scales. different scale colors. Yep. You know, buy and, and, one. Mm-hmm. Higher end. Uh, yeah. that, that, that brings the whole like aftermarket scales, uh-huh. you know, also – Man, I yep. I love all this stuff. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you want to you know tell the people at home listening? We've done over an hour; it's just breezed by. Um, I don't know how much time. I, I I loved it, man. I, I it was very very loose. I felt like really chill. You're one yeah. of my idols, as everyone else in the YouTube oh, community. You. you you've kind of uh, you were definitely one of the people that I watched and I was like, man, like I, I, I didn't I have to do better than this. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just like, it was like, I just wanted to do something creative and I saw you doing it and you were just like yourself. And I was like, wait, I could be like that. I could be like myself and yeah. people watch it. And well, man, yeah. And that's why I'm here. Right. That's why mm-hmm. when I listen to your podcast, just like this is a genuine nice guy and he's <laughs> doing cool things and he's passionate about that. You know what? I, I would like to be I'd like to chat with this guy. And so that's oh, that, man. That's Thank you so much. Himself. I mean, that's serious. And I, I think that's kind of if I'm going to tell anybody anything. It's like, OK, I mean remember that at the end of the day like okay yeah i i I, i've got a a number of subscribers now it blows me away every day i don't quite believe it but here it is um but at the end of the day i'm just a jackass who likes knives right Mm -hmm. i mean at the end of the day that's what all of us are yes what every last (laughs) youtuber that's every and so you know I'm not going to guarantee you that I, I'm going to spot your message because Instagram puts everything up in the, mm-hmm. but you know, send me the, and there's a chance I might not see your email or especially if it's just like, Hey Nick, you know, the, the emails that I, I never respond to are like, Hey Nick, I need a pocket knife that has these 15 features that is in one of these three materials with one of these four steels. And I need it for 50 bucks. And it's just like, Mm. It's like I need M three ninety in it. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I or just recommendations are really tough because it's like I could if I spend twenty minutes thinking about the perfect night for every email, um, there, there went my evening, right? Um, and so, but I, you know, remember that we're just we're we're just people and we're just passionate about it. Yeah. So don't you know, drop the brain dance, right? I mean, send the DM, say say hello to people, and you know. At the end of the day, the community is what it is because people are—we're uh, all crazy in the same way, right? And so, yep. You know, uh, you know what? Before I forget, I wanted to ask channel. you something. Yeah, please. Um, no. Two things. One no, is Blade Show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You just wore that Batman mask the whole day. <laughs> is that what you did? Oh, Blade Show. Uh, no, it's so a Blade Show. I, uh, I I was incognito for most of the show, uh, and um, then for the 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 after party event that I was at, I wore a latex Batman mask for three hours in a hardware house. I, that was not a great approach. Um, mm-hmm. The nose sweat is a thing when you're wearing a Batman mask. Um, 
So that was not great. But uh, yeah, that's, you know, generally speaking, I just kind of wander around quietly mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah. it, 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 there's a joy there. Um, but yeah, that's how I rolled there. Wow, that was so, and, and uh, Blade HQ, I remember that interview. I was talking oh, about yeah. this with Kelly, my fiance. I said, yeah. look, man, this guy is kind of like this mysterious person <laughs> that everyone watches, but no one knows what he looks like. He did a Blade HQ interview. Oh, sorry, like, I can't move my Batman. <laughs> like, bat yeah. And you were, you, you were uh, just like, it was just your back. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what was that experience like, man? Like going over there and uh, doing that. You know, it was surreal in a lot of ways because, hey, that was the first time I was meeting like Ben and Blade HQ. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that was great. I met, um, you know, I didn't really know the Protex people very well. That happened at Protex Factory up in California. And, and so the way it worked out was that Ben and Blade HQ said, you know, hey, Nick, we're going to be, you know, an hour or so north of you at Protex. Um, you know, hey, would you be willing to come up and do a night banter? And I said, well, sure, I'd love <laughs> to do so something awesome. like that. And it, yeah, it was and it was great because Ben and I had chatted a little bit from time to time. Just you know, um, I gather he was uh, he's a fan of sort of knife journalism generally. And mm -hmm. uh, calling myself a journalist is, by the way, kind of illegal. <laughs> but hey, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm sitting with it. It was his words. Um, but uh, and so that was great. It was great to meet him. But it was also the fact that Protec, that David Protec, oh, kind of both welcomed me to the factory with open arms, although maybe a little bit of ribbing, uh, which was well deserved. Um, but, you know, the fact that they were willing to do that um, actually meant a lot. It was kind of a, it was a weird shot, right? It was really weird. Um, <laughs> but they, I talked to the Blade HQ guys. I talked with Ben. I talked to David. It worked out. And it, it turned out to be sort of its own little bit of fun. Not everybody like, why is this jerk sitting there with his back to us? Does he not respect <laughs> us? Like, can you just take this video personally? Really? <laughs> but, you know, I, I think. That turned out really well, but it turned out well because both Ben and Dave are amazing people and both of them yeah. were willing to understand that, you know, I, I and at this point, the anonymity thing, the Batman mask thing has become more of a, a, a joke than anything. It's like, yeah. you know, I mostly do it because it amuses me at this point. Um, but, you know, it's just, I appreciate very much that they were willing to uh, work with that, that they were willing to have some fun with it. Uh, yeah. I definitely, it was I a great interview. It turned out awesome, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's because Ben and Dave are amazing. Um, they, they, they do really good work. And, you know, ProTech, they, their work is just incredible. And uh, actually, hold on just a second here. Sure. Let me, I got to pull something out of the. Okay. Because that interview ended up costing me a bunch of freaking money. Really? Uh, it did because uh, at that interview, when I went out to visit ProTech, they had on their table, a couple of knives, the, um, in their ultimate custom, ultimate series. And, uh, oh, that's the ones like whoa. this that have the engraving on them that have the mother whoa. of pearl kind of stuff. And so I, when I got out there, I hadn't held one of those in person. I'd seen them in the case and such, but I, and I just said, you know, I remember saying to Dave, it's not that like Dave, Oh my God, these are good. And he said, yeah, I know. Right. I said, yeah. He said, do you want one? I said, oh, man. Because yes. I, I, I moved to California. For, for yeah, actually, and you and could carry that auto. there, right? Yeah, and this is one of the few knives oh, that I can carry wow. in California. That is and beautiful, man. It, so I, I got on their, their book, so to speak. I said, next time you do a run of sprints, I'm buying one of your ultimate customs. 
And without my knowledge, he actually had the engraver put my logo oh, on Oh, the it. gem. <laughs> yeah, because... Hey, uh, who made that? Who made that for you? The logo? Yeah. That, you this did? is actually... Uh, no, I, I, I wish I were that good. Um, this is a buddy of mine, actually, who I met through the channel. He was a... He's been a fan for a long time, and he's also a great uh, graphic designer. His, uh, his name is Ari, uh, Ari Weinstein. In, uh, mm -hmm. Ari Weinstein, that is. He's uh, REW.com. Give him a shout-out. But he created this, uh, this logo from whole cloth. I just sort of said, you know, I want Torx bits on it. I want a gem, and I want good, yep. great, bad, and ugly. A great logo. just created man. this, and it's turned into something that's just amazing, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, I've turned it into, you know, freaking – my merch master um he runs my merch shop and whatnot but it's just like it's so it's become a thing and it's um you know it's it's amazing but you know that interview not just and you know the reason i bought this is not just because it's a beautiful knife but because mm -hmm. i i really like the protect people um yeah. you know just talking with them they are absolutely wonderful humans dave is just a super kind super warm person wow and so it was one of those awesome. experiences where it was just like not only do i like your work but i like you as a person and mm -hmm. so i want to support you and your business and the fact that they're treating their people well they're making these things in the u.s of a it's just like anyway, what did that run you as an auto uh, these guys, depending on the configuration, each one of them is going to be a little bit different. But these guys are usually around, I think, twelve, thirteen hundred bucks, depending Whoa. on how they look. But again, it depends on whether you got the pearl, depends mm -hmm. how much engraving. It shows, See, though. This is all hand know? engraved. Yes, it thing. shows. So like, like when, you, if you were to wipe, you know, take that out, and yeah. I looked at it, be like, man, this has got to be over a grand for sure. Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing too. Like, this is an automatic knife, but if I take this out of my pocket, people are not focused on switchblade. Mm -hmm. anymore right they're, they're focused on art and so right. i think that that's part of the reason why some of these fancier pieces have a role yeah. you see it's getting people exposed to knife making as art that's um, awesome man and so um, you know yeah that's i'm joy. gonna go into like sort of a lightning round before we get Please. going um, i got time don't worry yeah, this is the only person that has submitted a question so far. This is Seems Logical on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> this is the only question that I have. So no, um, don't worry about it. This is that guy that writes the 30 paragraph okay. comments on my videos. And I absolutely appreciate him for that. Um, That's awesome. So there are five little things, categories here. Pick one Sweet. different knife from your collection for each of the following tasks. Oh, good. Processing a pineapple. Processing you don't, have, you don't have to take it out. You could just like say like what you oh, think you'd trying use to it for. It you know, and what I could do, what I could do is I could splice in a picture or something when the final edit is done. Okay. Processing a pineapple uh, <laughs> is going to be my Spydeco Nirvana with a regrind by Razor Edge Knives. This has got a fair amount of... Uh, uh, your, your video cut out for some... Oh, yeah, it's back. It's back. It's back. No problem. Phone calling me. Um, <laughs> it's Okay. So, uh, yeah, this guy has a regrind by Razor Edge Knives. It's Ooh. got plenty of length for it. Um, it's nice and secure. This is a, this is a great knife. Um, and so it's good enough in the kitchen, but it's also uh, be a great tool, uh, tool for a pineapple. So I'm, I think I'm going this route. Great, great. Number two, carving a bar of soap, which is uh, actually a, a category on TikTok that people do now. The ASMR people cut. Carving a yeah. soap. Yeah. I would want something thin behind the edge, which was relatively small. Uh, I don't know, maybe a Spydeco dragonfly? 
would be a ah, good choice. okay, yeah. I feel like I could get up in yeah. there, and it's not so much blade that I'm going to – I feel like I'd go dragonfly for this. That's a great choice, man. Uh, number three, batoning through moderately sized tree limbs, like the uh, kind advanced knife bro tends to use. <laughs> that's going to have to be a protect sprint right here. I feel like <laughs> right, that's right. going to be the... Uh, <laughs> that's the um, batoning. <laughs> no, if, but, I, if I'm batoning through moderately sized trees, I've got a Bradford Guardian in the other room. Oh, uh, nice, uh, nice. It's a 5.5. That would be the choice there. It's a, it's an amazing knife, and it's a uh, it's a, it's just a super nice piece, and it's a token survivally fixed blade mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, I've but, heard great um, things about that series. Yeah, uh, number four, cutting up two hundred cardboard boxes nonstop. Two hundred cardboard boxes nonstop. He's got to have retention, then, right? I mean, that's kind of yeah, that's kind of where I'm going here. That's is, like a set, that's uh, like one day in the life of of pete from cedric canada <laughs> he's just cutting Actually, <laughs> i mean if i need to ah. have the maximum i mean the tungsten carbide mm-hmm. green blade you mm-hmm. know just as well as i do yep it's no slouch and so no. in terms of pure cutting performance this guy it's super thin i i i wish it weren't a slip joint they're releasing some new mm-hmm. ones that aren't soon but uh I, oh it's I, a slip I, joint for you this is yeah. The second version is a slip. Oh, joint. I had I got the first one. I think yeah. what I think what happened was they saw a video of me with the Clemente, and yeah. they were like, "Oh shit, this guy spent the grand. Let's like send him a free TCK." Yeah, yeah, so I got right. the first one of TCKs. It's a frame. It's a liner lock. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, this is the uh, second version, the slip joint. So I'd probably mm-hmm. go here. Actually, um, that's a good I choice. The only downside is the ergonomics aren't amazing. So, I mean, the Atom would be another choice, as would be the um, – actually, I just got this, actually, from a, a super generous viewer. This is a Spydeco Ooh. Advocate, but with the flipper tab ground off, and it's M4. And M4 Whoa. is no slouch. So, uh, I think and it's got reasonable blade stock. This would be another nice and, you know, reasonable ergos. This could be another good choice for that. But good question. Yep. Number five, uh, yep. preparing a meal for your wife. Preparing a meal. Uh, this guy, actually, the Nirvana did yeah. prep. When, I, when we moved out uh, to San Diego, actually, we had a moving company who got, took most of our stuff. Because um, let's face it, I, I, I am many things, but trucking is a skill and it's not one I've got. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we ended up waiting three weeks for our actual you know, kitchen knives to get there. So all I had were my EDC collections. So this was our kitchen knife for about three weeks. Um, and so I have used this knife for food prep in a serious way, and it did great. Um, the Atom would be another nice choice for it, I think. But, yeah, I, I would probably go with the Nirvana again. So the Z Hunter is not for... No, idiot. unfortunately, the Z Hunter, <laughs> I think, is um, the only thing he's done a good job of cutting is his way into my heart. Let's put it that way. What's the oddest so, thing? This is a question for me. Um, I'm sure you get asked a lot of... Uh, you get a lot of emails asking you to review things. What's like the oddest thing a company has ever, <laughs> you know, inquired about you reviewing? Um, how uh, how family friendly is this show? Oh, I can, I curse all the time. I talk about like balls. Okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I recently was um, so a couple of things come to mind immediately. Okay, um, exercise bands for some reason. Like, I would occasionally get Chinese product manufacturers, Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying it's just the the nature of the beast. Like, people who do their stuff mostly on Amazon will send me, you know, any random thing. But, like, exercise bands, I had one person who was very aggressively trying to make me review exercise bands. Um, Like, I got, like, six emails from these people. And at the end, it was just like, 
A, why me? And B, no. Um, <laughs> then I got uh, contacted by a company that does um, uh, shaving uh, implements meant primarily. Oh, Manscaped. Region. Manscaped? Indeed. And ah. I, I, I sent them a message back saying, yes, but you realize it's going to be an entire just the entire review will just be a series of cube jokes. Yeah. And they never got back to me. Um, and then you know what's uh, funny, Nick, is that you mentioned that is manscaped is when I watch these comedians on their podcast, that is a big sponsor uh -huh. of a lot of those funny spoken ads I was talking about where they, you know, where yeah. a comedian will just be like, look, just shave your junk. You know what I mean? Like just really funny about it and they're getting paid money, you know? So yeah, I know, right. I would love to just like go in on a product and just be hilarious about it and get paid for it. <laughs> and I just, I told them I was going to do that ahead of time. And I mm -hmm. guess they decided, nah, we're not interested anymore. And then yeah. the, the weirdest one by a mile was that I got contacted by a representative for a company that produces, uh, shall we say, um, toys for the male enjoyment. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. The, does their uh, does the, does the the company's name <laughs> rhyme with <laughs> right? Uh, with right? <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, no, actually. The end uh, of the. Oh no, it's not. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. Um, that would make sense because I remember yeah. a lot of flashlights. Hey, right? hey, Joe, Joe Rogan. Uh, you know, used to be uh, one of the one of his early sponsors was the Flashlight Company. And he yeah, openly no, talked about that. that. Yeah, I thought it was that. You know I mean? I was this, like, is okay. a, this is like a power tool. Oh, this is like a serious, like, and, and like I and I got this email and it was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I actually, I went so far because it was like, I'm actually the agent for this company. And I went so far as I emailed the company saying, hey, some jackass is claiming he represents your company and contacting social media people. You should be aware of this. This had to be a prank in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, no, actually, he works for me. And it seems like our audience is overlapped. I said, how do you expect me to do a tabletop review of a male pleasure device? And especially one that looks like it's got a freaking 10 horsepower motor in it. It's like, He's like, well, I don't know. It, it, it was just a thought. It's like, well, thank you very much. But uh, I, I get demonetized enough now. Um, <laughs> that same so, company is now ha now has a valuation of $3 billion. <laughs> okay. I, I am sure they, <laughs> they probably found With the quarantine, right? <laughs> willing to uh, <laughs> make that the truth. That's so um, funny, man. <laughs> that's for damn sure. So, uh, yes, that's probably the weirdest product I've ever been asked to, it, or, uh, to review. It's just like, how do I even do that? Like, the disassembly's got to be like a disassembly and cleaning? Mm -hmm. No, I think we're good. <laughs> and just like, I'm picturing like turning this on. Like, no, so I, I kind of, I contemplated like, is there a way I can do this somehow? But if they like allowed you to be like, hilarious, but I don't know if, I think you would just get demonetized or something, man. I, it oh. would just, it would raise enough eyebrows, I think, yeah. that sooner or later, like YouTube is already, I think there, there's probably a part of them that's thinking, like, should we ban all these nice people? And, you know, I don't know. The reason I'm into watches, but, you know, we'll, Do you we'll think see. that's going to happen? I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, that's part of the reason why I'm not going full time, right? Is that, you mm -hmm. know, I know that it, all it takes is some new executive at Google to say, okay, well, we got to shut down the firearms, the, 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 yeah, weapons, that is, is what true. Because the and sponsors then, you know, are out. being really weird now.
You know well, what I mean? Know, I think a lot of people still view, rightfully, knives as outdoor tools, or yes. in some cases as man jewelry. But I mm -hmm. increasingly, I think there's that pressure. And so, you know, there's a part of me that figures sooner or later that's going to fall. And, you know, we saw that with Instagram, right? And given yeah. Facebook tends to be a little more evil in everything. Are you um, on Facebook a lot? No, I, I, I delete not really Facebook on it, profile. man. I, like for me, it's a matter of pride. And mind you, I'm on Instagram and that's no better, but you know, that's where the knife community is. Unfortunately. Um, I kind of hope honestly that Instagram just kills it, that they just say, Nope, all life content. You're and we're just YouTube. So that way we can, well, that way it's YouTube or Twitter or something mm -hmm. better. Yeah. Um, Cause I just, I'd love to be completely out of Mark Zuckerberg's sphere. Um, yeah. And get a little bit away from that kind of flavor of evil. I, I, you know uh, I upload one knife video a day on Twitter. And uh, yeah. I've talked about this before. So everyone on my Twitter is basically like young, um, black, Latino, yeah, sure. uh, ga gamer people. Because yeah. the, my, my, my homie who, who's on it um, and his fiance were like, hey, just follow everyone that we follow and they'll follow you back. Yeah. Sure. So that's my demographic on Twitter. So that's awesome. I have to be like, yo, Twitter, sup? Like, <laughs> when I make the videos. But look, I, that's, a, that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. I mean, one mm -hmm. of the things that the knife world could use a little bit of is diversity. Let's just yeah. be real yep. here. Hey, some and people so, ask questions, man. They're like, hey, where can I get that? Um, is that legal yeah. where I live? Like, they've hit me up. Um, and, and, mm -hmm. and it ain't even about race. It's just like people of different walks of life, right? I mean, we are, the entire knife industry is marketed exclusively to men who know what tactical pants look like. And it's like, <laughs> guys, come on, people, there were other, uh, half of these damn knives couldn't be great in anybody's pocket. You don't have to be some high-speed, low-drag white dude. And <laughs> yeah. so the more we can do to bring this hobby to open it up and to show people that, look, it's, I don't care what the heck you look like, who the heck you are, as long as you're in the country, yeah. you're in. That's yeah. a thing for me. And so it's great. I, I love seeing a more diverse audience in any of these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. it's, it's in, it, it, Frankly, walking around Blade Show, it's freaking embarrassing is what it is. It's like, you know, wow, a white guy between the ages of 19 and 45. Amazing. <laughs> and they just think I'm an exhibitor if I go there. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, what company are you with? And then they're extra loud. Because um, they think, yeah. No, it's, it's So I'm, I'm thrilled oh, to hear that. Man. Hey, it's Nick, thank you for being on, man. We've done almost uh, be about an hour to 30 minutes, I think. Maybe a little Beautiful. over. I've had a great time. Yeah, this um, was a joy. This was awesome, man. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for watching the podcast. Uh, do you have anything that you want to plug or a message that you want to give to the people that are watching? No, honestly, I, I mean, just be kind to each other. Now more than ever, just be awesome to each other. That's the biggest thing I want to give to anybody. I mean, plug I'm on YouTube, but I mean, no, just if you listen to this, do something awesome for somebody and it'll be great. So that's my, that's my plug. So you guys hear that, right? Don't be a jackass or do be a jackass, says Nick Yeah, Bass. it just depends. <laughs> yeah, there were good yeah. yeah, be a I good mean, jackass. I just can't agree on which I am. But <laughs> <laughs> this is your boy in the NYC, and this is the EDCCP saying peace. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.